You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You don't have to worry about anybody but St. Peter's. I'm not right now because who's going to win the second game? We don't know yet. I I asked them, when are we going to know? They said, well, after the game. Yeah, you worry about it then. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday NCAA tournament. Tips off. This afternoon, we've run through a bunch of games. We'll continue to do that here. Eddie Gross joins us later in the show to talk March Madness. We'll dive back into the futures market as well. Right before this thing really tips off, any last-minute futures um, that we can uh, throw at you, we will give that to you coming up in a little bit. But the uh, voice there of Coach Calipari, we'll get to his Kentucky Wildcats against St. Peter's in a second. But let's start with New Mexico State against UConn here in the 12-5 matchup in the West Bracket. And I like UConn a lot in this game. U- UConn is a team that I, I think, in a way, we've we've almost, you know, we've almost, they've been on the radar a little bit for a team as good as they were all year. Uh, Joe, I know you had a future on them at some point uh, to win this thing with a pretty big number. I like UConn a lot. In fact, UConn is my pick, Joe, in your survivor pick. <gasps> Mine too! Uh, day day uh, one pick. Oh, no, we're both on UConn. Oh, Uh-oh. my God. Joe I Jean. was on UConn. Wow. Wow. Okay. You three all doing that? Listen, I submitted mine a Not couple anymore. days ago. <laughs> Paul's going to change his. Wait, seriously? Why, why are you changing, Paul? You, that's your pick. There I are going to be others too. that are going to be on you. Whatever pick you yeah, have. Yeah, no, honestly, I don't hate the spot. I don't hate yeah. the spot. They're, they they cover that seven or seven point threshold, five point threshold, five and a half point threshold. We were talking about. Mm-hmm. I I have a tough time seeing this upset. Um, so I don't like. I don't feel it's a one of the safer plays. I would say. Like I think San Diego or San San Diego State could go other uh, either way. I looked at that mm-hmm. one as well. Uh, South Dakota State, obviously. Michigan, I I want no parts of Michigan. Like, I understand why you're doing it, but I'm good. So I'd rather I, – I honestly, I don't hate the pick. Honestly, in one pool, I'm going UConn and Arkansas because they're just going to, you know, cancel out in the next round. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's kind of where I'm looking there. But you wouldn't, t- is... you wouldn't take Vermont in a survivor, though. I mean, Arkansas no, in a survivor. No, why would – no. No. Oh, Arkansas in a survivor? I'm looking at it. Oh, really? I wouldn't. Yeah, I know there's some love out there for Vermont. I don't know. I haven't committed to Arkansas yet, but it's always I don't know when you see the strength of schedules in these 300s. You know, we we just haven't seen it for real. Um, 
My concern it's, with UConn for my futures and for your survivor plays is just, is does Teddy Allen take over? Is he a story mm-hmm. for round one that everybody's talking about? 19.7 rebounds per game, Nebraska transfer to New Mexico State. Their best uh, player offensively, but as a team, they're not quite there. 87th in the country in efficiency. UConn is just, they're, they're well-balanced, and they have a really good two-point defense, number five in the nation. So I, I think you guys are just fine. Like I believe in UConn. I, I bought into them before I knew the path that they were on that Gonzaga region. But um, this could be a five twelve that that could that could get dicey. I don't think it is. I don't. I don't see this being the five twelve where the upset wins here. I think this is UConn's time to shine. I thought a lot of people weren't talking about them, but obviously, three of us on this <laughs> show are thinking highly of them. But I like UConn. In this position, um, I know New Mexico State has been in the tourney quite a bit, so they've got a little experience. But Connecticut has a really good defense, number one in the country in terms of quality three-pointers that they allow. And UConn is also the number one team in college basketball in offensive rebound. Um, I really like their defense. So I think I'm leaning UConn, and I put them in my survivor. Yeah, and I can't change it now. I feel like if you have a survivor pick and you put it in and you change it, yeah. you're tempted fate. I'm in. I'm, I'm just. I'm in with UConn. We'll let it ride. So I like UConn a lot today. And I would lay the six and a half. I, I think they're just a better team, and I'm not worried today about them. I'd lay the six and a half in this game with Connecticut against uh, New Mexico State. All right, let's go to Kentucky. We heard from Coach Cal there, 18-point favorite against St. Peter's. I was looking at this game, Joe, and, and, and kind of look at different angles of this game and, and what St. Peter's is all about. Boy, it, it never – you never feel like, hey, I, I should lay 18 with a team. And I know um, St. Peter's, I think, 20 and 9 against the spread. Um, yeah. One of the better ones in the college Peacocks. basketball. And they play good defense. <laughs> they play really good defense. Um, th- that's that's the it's, – it's the I don't want to take St. Peter's with the points, but they play good defense, good defensively. Um and I, they're really good against the spread. a big number, Joji. I was thinking, too, about taking – St. Peter's Uh-oh. plus Uh-oh. 18. That's no, we're gonna be on St. Peter's Joe. What do you think? All right, I'm on the Wildcats then. I mean, that's <laughs> what are you guys doing? They can't they can't score, right? Two point 29 ATS. It's a 50-50 yeah. chance. Right against <laughs> trash. <laughs> they they do uh we lost do... Joe O. No, I'm are you lost? You don't me? hear me? I don't know what's going on. I hear you, Joe. Keep going. Okay. Um, yeah, I no, I know. Of all the teams in the tournament, they, they do have the best ATS record, and that's certainly worth noting, but I, I just think it's going to be too much. Okay, St. Peter's defense is good against their schedule, but they haven't seen anything like Kentucky. How's it going to be against Ty Ty Washington? I mean, I just I have a tough time. I have a tough time uh, finding a path for St. Peter's here. 18 is the number on this one. I probably will not actually bet it, but if I was, I'd be on the St. Peter's side at 18. All right, let's go with one that is really an interesting game, Joe. I think a couple days ago you you started to make the case that maybe we can get something uh, wacky happen here. Indiana-St. Mary's, it is the 5-12 game in the East. We know uh, Indiana's coming in off of their victory a couple nights ago against Wyoming, so they've made it through. Uh, we've seen this story before where a team wins that playing game and they get hot and they start going. Mm-hmm. Trace Jackson Davis, incredible against Wyoming. Uh, almost 30 points, 29 points in that game. 31 he had a couple, you know, last weekend in the Big Ten uh, tournament in the semifinal. 
So he's legit. And the number on this game is only two and a half. Joe, are you are you on Indiana here plus the two and a half? I I'm really torn because I love the way Indiana's playing right now. I was on them the other day. I, I like their showing in the Big Ten tournament, but I also like the St. Mary's squad. And we're talking about St. Mary's in a much better WCC. That's a top 10 defense in the country. Top 10. So it's not like the old St. Mary's when you look at the schedule, oh, it's going to be terrible. No, it's not bad. They're facing some challenging teams. And they're viewed as the top 15, top 20 team in the nation. Um, could Indiana be that team? Yeah, they fit that profile. A lot of people are jumping in on them because of that defense. Saw it on display again the other night. Uh, my problem with the Hoosiers if, is if you fall behind, how how are they going to get back into this game? They don't right. take a ton of threes, right? They only uh, they only shoot threes like thirty two percent of the time. That's outside the top three hundred in the nation. The offense is is hovering around just just barely top one hundred in the nation. So that's the big question. Uh, Indiana's game is uh, is to stop this St. Mary's offense, which they can do. It doesn't it line up like this could be an under game. Absolutely. The number right now is 125 and a half. It's one of the smaller totals we've had that we've yeah. talked through today. In fact, of the, all the games we've touched on so far this morning, the early games, the Thursday games, it is by far the lowest total at 125 and a half. Um, the first biggest half total, <laughs> should we do the first half under? The biggest total we talked through so far before this was Richmond, Iowa at 151. So that's kind of the range, 151 on the high end, and uh, and this is – the lower end at one twenty-five and a half. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I feel like Indiana could be that team that does go on a run. I could. initially had them money line plus one sixteen, but now I'm thinking maybe since it's only like minus one ten plus two and a half, it's a better play. If you had to pick Notre Dame or Indiana to go to the Sweet Sixteen, which team? Indiana. Mm -hmm. Indiana State. Indiana. Neither. Like, neither. I mean, I think I'd have to pick Indiana if you're picking one or the other. Yeah, yeah, if you're um, picking one of these two. Yeah, interesting. So I was I was going to eye Trace Jackson Davis's under prop because mm -hmm. he's been so hot recently. I was thinking maybe you get a 24 and a half, something like that. 18 and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, and like that, that's tough to go under. But, you know, St. Mary's has done this against Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren. And so in the two different games, and they got a big guy in Matthias Tass, um, a 6'10 Estonian. But they held Timmy and Holmgren to less than 20 points in that win they had against him on only – and the thing is, those guys didn't necessarily have a bad game. They held them to just 14 field goal attempts. So they were like, we're not letting these two guys beat beat us. Whereas opposed to that first game where Gonzaga beat them, uh, 36 points on 26 wow. field goals. So I feel like they could target – Trace Jackson Davis and take him away, but 18 and a half, man, that is a low number. I was, I was hoping for at least in the, in the low twenties of so something else. Are you considering over? Honestly, at that number, I think you almost have to, I mean, it's minus 128. So not terrible, but like, mm -hmm. what else is Indiana going to do? Well, like, we I, know they can't shoot from the outside. On the flip side, we're also projecting a very low scoring game, right? Which is probably why the total's so low. Yeah. Are we sleeping on St. Mary's a little bit? Um, you know, I, I mean, Indiana, it, this, I always feel like this happens. Like the team that wins, Notre Dame, Indiana, we watch them 
and then we start to believe in them a little bit because we just watched them win a tournament game. But, I mean, St. Mary's is what? Where were they? A top 16 team in Ken Palm this year? Yep. They're 25-7. They're one of the 10 best teams in defense in the country. I, I, I do think we've almost forgotten about St. Mary's a little bit here because it's like, oh, they're playing a team we just watched. Good conference, the Big Ten. I'll be on the St. Mary's side. I like them. Okay. I, I think they're moving through this. I'm on St. Mary's as well in the two and a half. I just feel like, like we talked about the very similarly constructed on defense, both very good defensive teams, but St. Mary's can shoot and Indiana can't. So I'll take yes. St. Mary's. Were, weren't you Are talking those... about taking St. Mary's and Survivor, but then you would land on UConn? Uh, I don't know if I ever went that far. Okay. So no, I don't think it ever was a serious I, consideration. I okay. would back away from that after seeing Indiana be the, the be the matchup if you uh, plug right. them into a contest like that. Sure. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's go to a toss-up game. Creighton, San Diego State. Uh, this is the eight-nine matchup in the Midwest. The winner will get Kansas, assuming there's nothing crazy happening there. Kansas uh, on Saturday. This one is a two-point number. San Diego State, the favorite as as the eighth seed here. Uh, the to- this is a low total look now. So now this becomes the lowest total we've talked through so far. Lowest total. It is one twenty and a half. The total on this game. I like San Diego state in this game, Aaron. I, I just, I mentioned before the big East tournament that Creighton losing their point guard worried me. Now they, they were able to yeah. beat Marquette and, and they got through and it didn't kill them, but I think it could hurt them here. You lose your point guard and San Diego State's one of the best defense teams in the country. I feel like turnovers today mm-hmm. for Creighton could be a problem. I like San Diego state. I love the Aztecs. They finished second in the nation in adjusted adjusted defensive efficiency, as you were talking about, per Ken Palm. Um, you can't score quickly on them. Number one team in the nation in terms of average possession length. And then you mentioned also they don't have Creighton doesn't have Ryan Nemhard who broke his hand. So this isn't a good matchup. Creighton, I love San Diego State in this spot. Creighton can't hit threes. That's a concern, and they've Mm -hmm. had luck on their side throughout the season, number 25 in luck, but they do have a strong defense, and they're top 10 in two-point percentage defensively, only giving up 43% of field goals. Both teams, I mean, this could be, I assume this is another low total. I don't play the totals much, but uh, this should be. Yeah, 120 and a half, lowest one we've talked through so far. Yeah, yeah, you got two top 20 defenses. Uh, Number six and number nine with San Diego State and Creighton, respectively, in two-point defense. So, yeah, there's there's not going to be a ton of scoring. San Diego State plays at a slower pace. I like the Creighton side. I do. But it, but it's not a strong opinion. I'm getting a couple points. I think this one's going to be close, low scoring. So I'm going to take those points. My hang-up with the Creighton side is that they're 305th in the nation in turnover percentage, and this is the number two defense in the nation. So... Yeah, I think I'll, I'll be on San Diego State to win. Definitely, I kind of looked at them as at Survivor, one of these coin. Like if you're gonna just like flip a coin, try and grab eight points, you know, off in a in a coin flip game. Um, I lean towards the Aztecs, but again, like I I'd love to go under. Maybe you know what? Maybe this is a first half under game. Maybe this is definitely a first half under game. That's a low total for the game, but I think first half I'll look at for sure. Aren't the last two cases. we talked about first half unders? Yeah, I think they have yeah. to be. You can make a case San Diego State's underseeded. They're 23rd in Ken Palm. I, I, it's it's one of the biggest gaps. It might be the biggest gap. I have to look at it again. But I think it's one of the biggest gaps between an 8-9 game and Ken Palm. 23 and 50-something in the rankings. And yet they're 8-9, right? So it's someone – the seedings feel off here based on, on Ken Palm. One team should be either seated higher or lower. But I, I don't feel this matchup as coin flippy as 
maybe a couple of the other eight nines. I really like San Diego State in this game. All right, so we are through. We've done a lot of games so far, haven't we? We're rolling here. This show is <laughs> flying. Keep going. Let's keep going. We will. We'll continue to keep going. Here's what we have coming at you on the other side. We will break down uh, the games. Vermont, Arkansas. USF, Murray State. We'll see how torn Joe O still is on that game. Akron, UCLA, Texas Southern, and Kansas. We're going to hit those next. We'll get to some futures coming up. And, of course, Ed Egros later in the show. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.